last episode we discussed a bit about podcasting and how uh, we got into podcasting and started a po- podcast on our own and uh, i believe this episode will be continuing that discussion and uh, discuss a little bit about the technicalities and uh, other stuff about podcasting yeah we'll look into more of uh, the requirements in terms of hardware and software and uh, hosting and all that stuff uh, yeah if you're thinking about starting a podcast Welcome to another episode of Right Rain Geek Show. This is your host Vishnu and this is Shankar. And this episode we'll be continuing our discussion from the last episode about podcasting. Podcasting is a huge thing in North America, but comparatively it's not yet reached the same level in Europe and Asia. podcast like stuff you should know it's been in existence for the past 9 years i believe it was started in 2008 so uh, it's been thriving over there but you are you, we have not seen the same growth in other parts of the world why would that be one of the major reasons that i can think of is because um, if you look at north america the language is pretty much english there are no uh, you know diverse languages uh, as majority languages but if you look at europe and asia all the countries have different languages so when you come to europe you have english french spanish and german italian etc right and in asia you have even more number of languages so since most of the podcasts uh, popular podcasts are english podcasts and english is the most widely spoken language it it i think it's natural that you know north america has more uh, popular podcasts yeah that's true but that might change in the coming future um Uh, yeah i i think the issue is uh, people are not able to utilize all the audience they can uh, get uh, because of the language barrier uh, and uh, there is another reason uh, why podcast is not that uh, popular in uh, europe and asia it's because uh, of the device you use to listen to podcast hmm. in the uh, in uh, U- united states uh, most of the people use uh, apple products iPad uh, iPhone and all that. Yes. Uh so they have this uh, uh, these devices have this podcast app which you can use uh, use to like uh, look into all the podcasts which is uh, available on on the internet. But on the other hand uh, Europe and Asia most of the people uh, are reliant on Android devices and Android still doesn't have a podcast app. It's still in the making. you you can go in the google uh, play store and you won't be able to find a podcast app which is dedicated for android devices in fact google play uh, does play podcast but that happens only in north america as of now in europe and asia it's not available okay so uh, that i did not know <laughs> yeah uh, that that might be a secondary reason um, for podcast being more popular in north america Anyway, coming back to our point, um, continuing our discussion from last episode, uh, let's go a little bit into the technicalities of hosting a podcast. So, um, starting with the you know recording equipment um, and hmm. the softwares that we use for uh, post production and the hosting services that we use uh, for hosting both the website and the media file. Uh, let's just walk through what we have. Possibly that might be a good way to start. Yeah. true so if you remember um, when we started this podcast we just had uh, uh, one single equipment ha- as hardware it was uh, a samsung meteor mic which was a condenser yes. mic 
that was our first purchase mm-hmm. for uh, podcast which was possibly you know i think this, that was not the right, the right choice, choice to make because it uh, as we discussed in the last episode it restricted us a lot in terms of uh, recording because it used to catch all the ambient noise and all that stuff see uh, i think probably what we thought was uh, if we can get the thing done with just one mic why go for two mics exactly we were just <laughs> trying to contain uh, the budget just yeah. trying to reduce the budget but so uh, when we were using the the samsung meter mic uh, we used to plug it directly into um, the computer uh, that we use for recording and the audio was uh, recorded directly into uh, audacity which is a free software uh, used for recording and mixing purposes uh, we'll share a link uh, for all the uh, devices and all the hardware that we use in the show notes so that was our first setup just a simple condenser mic plugged into our computer and we were just talking so yeah. um so if you look at our if you listen to a few of our earlier episodes um, i think till episode 4 yeah episode 4 <laughs> the quality was very different from what it is right now um it was uh, it was a very flat uh, like there were a lot of disturbance and unwanted noise exactly. so we ended up recording late nights when there was very less disturbances from yes. the surroundings so that was a, that was how we started so if you are thinking about starting a podcast not necessarily that you have to spend a lot of money on it um you can even start recording in your ipad or your, or your phone, phone itself ipad is where you started yeah, uh, we, two years two yeah, or three years, two ago, years I back believe. i just recorded in my ipad but anyway that did not uh, it was it was not a successful podcast so um, yeah so you don't need to uh, buy expensive equipments uh, to start a podcast just start off to start off you can buy a very cheap mic which plugs into your usb of your computer directly or you can just use your phone to record Uh, hmm. even you get small lavalier mics which can be connected to the phone or you can use a phone headset also yeah uh, you can record and um, do whatever processing is required in audacity audacity is free uh, you can download it for free and use it for free and even if you are using a condenser microphone if you have the right setup mm-hmm. with the soundproof uh, yeah. room and all that i think it will be perfect you can handle it well but uh, okay. if you don't have the perfect setup it will be good to go with dynamic microphone yeah. microphone and dynamic microphones are also available for um, you know uh, very cheap there there are cheap uh, dynamic mics available in the market as well we'll link to a few of them um so as we progress we thought about uh, you know improving our sound um, no so, the thing is within 2 months we got to know that we have to improve our uh, the quality yeah, of so our f- podcast so we improved it in two ways one was uh, that we purchased couple of uh, dynamic xlr usb mics uh, called nox so we have we purchased this mic from uh, we got a ship from us um uh, we'll provide a link in the description as well and uh, we also started using a software called voice meter which mm. was like a software mixer in which you can ad- adjust your uh, you know um, levels volume levels, levels volumes volume and stuff like that which also uh, you know drastically improved the uh, sound quality uh, we were able to adjust the bass it, and treble and all that stuff it uh, acted like a virtual mixer mixer yes so when you plug, plug in two usb mics you need a virtual mixer to combine it into one single track yes. because audacity can record only from one device where did you find that software from i did some research on uh, internet okay because when we was we started using two usb mics hmm. uh, audacity takes only one input so it became an issue uh, as to how to get all uh, how to get both the inputs into one channel okay so that is when i did a little research and i found out found out this software called voice meter 
yeah so that was w- what we were using until recently and um we ended up purchasing a mixer uh so that we can further improve the quality of the podcast by connecting the xlr uh, inputs to the mixer and then taking the output so w- the mixer that we uh, we bought is mg10xu by yamaha which is considered to be one of the you know best mixers out there uh, for that range yeah uh, and i'm and i know that's doing a pretty good job because uh, it has helped us to reduce the pro- post production work which we have to put in yeah so and the big, yeah that is the biggest biggest advantage that we have uh, had out of uh, this mixer so initially uh, after we recorded our episodes there was a lot of you know normalizing and uh, compression and equalizing that we used to do in audacity uh, to our uh, audio file that mm-hmm. we recorded but now since we have a hardware mixer we adjust the levels and bass and treble and everything uh, on the mixer itself and there is a usb out that comes in which we plug in directly to the computer and uh, it records into audacity uh, directly so this results in very less post production uh, all we do is a little bit of noise reduction and um, just just uh, leveling the the audio across uh, the file for that we use a simple software called levelator yeah. uh, which is helpful you just drop in the wave file into the program and it just levels off it it leveling uh, basically means if your audio has certain uh, places where it, the volume is very less and certain other areas where you have a very high volume it just compresses it together and it makes the levels uniform yeah and uh, the i think the last thing we purchased was were the um headphones headphones and, and headphone uh, amplifiers and uh, i think even the boom arm boom arm yes yeah so boom arm is uh, uh, is used for uh, you know um, holding your mic uh, it it is it is very convenient you can just connect it uh, fix it somewhere on your table and it can just move around so based on your location wherever you're sitting it you can just pull it and uh, you know uh, set the microphone in the right location um another purchase that we did were headphones for monitoring along with an headphone amplifier which was Behringer HA400 um headphones are used for monitoring to make sure that uh, there's we can actually hear the uh, sound that goes into a mixer and one more thing is uh, if you have that headphones there'll be much less distractions you won't be like distracted by most and also you can hear the other person much clearly when yeah. you use a headphone if true, you're like you know that. sitting little far apart okay so these are the purchases that we made recently um that has drastically helped us in terms of improving the quality of the audio and as well as reducing the effort during post production so now moving on uh so once you have your audio recorded and mixed uh, you have your intro and all those stuff uh, finally you have an mp3 file uh, now creating this mp3 file you have various options like um based on the bitrate you can have it at 128 kbps or you can have it at 64 kbps the end result will be the quality of your file and the size of your file hmm. now if you are if you have a limited hosting for your uh, mp3 files i would suggest going by 64 or 48 kbps yeah. which will very much reduce your file and even for the end users it's helpful if they are on a mobile network with limited uh, data, data. Uh, they have to download just a small file on the other hand if you are using 128 or 320 kbps the file is going to be really um, big yeah 
converting to mp3 is always a good idea because wave files are pretty no huge. wave files are not suitable for podcast it's not actually. even even for uh, music yeah it's not su- uh, suitable and uh, when it comes to mp3 uh, if you reduce the bitrate you'll get uh, even uh, smaller sized uh, files right now most of the podcasts out there have a website associated with it uh, there'll be a website where each episode is published and you can go directly to the website and listen to it um the most easiest way to listen is by using iTunes or any other podcasting app let's see how we get our podcasts hmm. into um iTunes or any other feeds for that matter so normally a website can be created using wordpress which is hmm. an open source platform for creating uh, dynamic websites or in our case we are using something different uh, it's little okay. more technical it's something called jekyll which is a cms content management system I had to do some tweaking to uh, make sure that it works with the uh, podcast. So okay. I, basically when you create a podcast what iTunes requires for you to submit your podcast to iTunes is something called an RSS feed. Okay. RSS uh, stands for rich site summary. So if you're using a third party application to read a feed, it can be a website, it can be a podcast. So RSS is what is used. So RSS will uh, help you download the content that is being published uh on a regular basis okay it won't be like it, it it won't show you the page as such it will yeah. download only the content it is basically like an xml file it will have all the metadata associated like the location of the file and the name of the file the duration the size of the file etc so there'll be a feed that comes out which is which we have to create an account in itunes okay uh, apple podcast is what it is called now and submit uh, your rss feed to the uh, to itunes so once they verify and they approve it it should be available on itunes and, and once it is at, uh, available in itunes usually it will be available in all the podcasting app- applications yeah so probably we should talk a bit about other podcasting apps which are uh, available in the market uh, itunes is one which we use on desktops and there is one of my favorite apps called pocketcast which okay. i use on my phone as well as on the desktop they have a web player mm-hmm. it's a paid app uh i think i paid around 99 bucks which is around 2 dollars mm. for uh, my android version of it and for the web version it is 9 dollars is it a subscription basis or no 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 uh, this is one time payment one-time that payment. is the best oh, thing wow. about it so it's very lightweight when you look at itunes i fle- feel it is very uh, you heavy. Know, heavy stuff now, one thing i've noticed uh, with itunes is that uh, it might just stop at some point yes. uh, it this happens a lot of times when i try to listen to exactly. podcasts on itunes so that is the reason i went ahead and purchased pocketcast and pocketcast also uh, pu- pulls its feed from itunes so once you submit to itunes your podcast will be available in pocketcast uh, no that uh, this episode is not sponsored by uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah nobody is sponsoring this episode yeah. not itunes neither uh, po- pocketcast another place where you can submit your podcast feed is stitcher uh, stitcher is also basically similar to itunes stitcher also has an android app and uh, itunes uh, yeah. iphone uh, when i looked it up uh, it was uh, itunes and stitcher which came on top when yeah. it comes to podcasting apps and but uh, just for the uh, sake of it i have never used stitcher so i don't know how it is but there are some people who use it and before we even we get into the rss and submitting the podcast to itunes we need a place to host your file so this fi- media hosting is not your web hosting web hosting only takes care of your website you so you have your wordpress site you put all the wordpress uh, files on a server and it works so okay. it can serve your website most of the cases you cannot host your mp3 files in the same server 
because they don't allow media files to be hosted. So for that purpose, we have professional podcast hosting services like Libsyn, which is the one that we use. And you can also use SoundCloud. Um, There are other services. SoundCloud also we can use. SoundCloud, many, many people use SoundCloud. So it's basically like how uh, Facebook does not allow you to post uh, MP3. I mean, audio files. You can post videos. Recently, they have started audio file for some people as well. Okay. But uh, yeah, uh, it is like that. And... um, once you use Libsyn, it also gives you an RSS feed if required. Or you can create your own feed. But um, yeah, as I said, SoundCloud is one. And there are other services like Simplecast, uh, Podbean. There are various others. But uh, what, from what I've seen, is Libsyn is the most recommended service. Um, what differs is the plans that they provide you. Hmm. So Libsyn has a plan which starts from $5, which gives okay. you around 50 MB of uh, data per month. Um, the next level will be $15 for 250 MB of data, uh, along hmm. with some analytics and stuff. And also the bandwidth. It, it, all these uh, providers differ in the way they provide their pricing plans. So Simplecast provides you uh, for around 12 to $15. It is unlimited data and unlimited wow. bandwidth. Okay. So, uh, basically what we can say is that it actually depends on your needs. Yes. Uh, depending on your needs, you can choose uh, whichever services you want. Yeah. And so, so if you're planning to have a, a weekly show, um, you might require a little more bandwidth. If you're planning to even export your file in a higher format, you will need a little more bandwidth. If you're planning to have just a monthly podcast, you don't need that much of bandwidth. But you can work with Lips in a $5 plan if you are uh, reducing the bitrate and <laughs> reducing the size of your file. You have to be intelligent about the way you export your MP3 files. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that is basically about um, hosting the audio files. So once you have all this hosting and all uh, the RSS feed submitted, your podcast is ready to be uh, on the internet. And anyone who downloads any podcasting app by just for searching or adding your RSS feed can uh, get access to your podcast and they can download it. So that is, see, this is the biggest advantage of podcasts. So um, you record a podcast episode, you publish it on a day and the listener can listen it anytime. It is not yeah. mandatory that he has to be on air the same time that you are There is no tuning in. Exactly. You can just come and go anytime you that want. That is the advantage of podcast over radio stations. Another important aspect of every podcast episode uh, is the metadata associated with the episode. It's like your title okay. and you have a description and you have your show notes content okay. and all that. So if you go to iTunes, if you go to our podcast link on iTunes, you can see the title and you can see a short description and you can see the read the long description, which is basically our show notes. So show notes um, are the notes that are associated with a podcasting episode. Where like the way we discussed uh, about different equipments today, all the hardware, we will be providing links to those hardware in the show notes. Hmm. So this is these are the notes which accompany your episode, which will be helpful for the listener to understand what exactly we are talking about. Yeah, it's like a, how a listicle article works. When you like look into it, you can just say, like look at the points and you'll get to know what is where and when it exactly. will come and all that. So, so it, it is a good practice to have a detailed show notes uh, as Sean, Sean was uh, recommended recommend so in in the sean west podcast if you go and see they have a very very um well written uh show notes because it helps in even in um you know google search so the when yeah. google comes in uh, indexes your website your audio content cannot be indexed by google so if you have everything in show notes 
it is going to rank higher in you Google. know it's like an seo thing you know yes. uh, you'll get more hits based on that some of his episodes i found that uh, his show notes are bigger than uh, the audio yeah. like you can feel that yeah yeah so he has a dedicated employee to do that for okay. him yeah so uh, basically his wife helps out helps out in the sense his wife is an employee in his company yeah uh, speaking of which we have to work on uh, our, our show, show notes, notes i suppose yeah, do that. some of them have good show notes but the others we still have to work mm. out in yeah so that is basically the setup that you require uh, so if you have a computer and possibly a very cheap hardware you can start your podcast you don't have to have a radio broadcasting quality uh, stuff for you to just get started as in when you go and you see that passion is still in you and you are, you can afford you can just upgrade your hardware anytime you want yes so next part uh, is why we believe podcast has the potential to be the next big thing the way i see it is podcast actually helps you to establish yourself as a um, subject matter expert uh, in the field that you prefer so if you are running a business let's say you run a web web design business or you are a web development business hmm. you can start a podcast and talk about the latest technology that is coming in uh, the latest trends and the workflow that you use for your clients and all that stuff which will project you as a market expert in the subject it actually helps you promote yourself and exactly. uh, yeah as i told in the last episode it's a form of content marketing where you where you can just talk about things and promote your brand or your product or your whatever stuff service you sell through podcasting by so, talking about it yeah i listen to an uh, i listen to a podcast called design life uh, which is run by uh, two female um, designers uh i've been listening from uh, from around one and a half years now so they continually put content talking about their side projects and the web design business hmm. and the design business in general and the uh, way they manage their time and other stuff so how do you decide whether this client is good for you so they put such yeah. kind of content which is very useful for any freelancer or someone else working in the same industry So that is how you give provide value to your customers. And if you look at Sean West podcast, he talks about various things like building a business, building audience, audience. Uh, how to be productive, how to set goals and achieve them. So that is a kind of value add you provide. Mm-hmm. So if you have any value to provide to your customers, definitely your podcast is going to be a success. I had listened to a few of the episodes of uh, Design Life and one of the episode was about taking risks yeah. when you are a free- freelancer or uh, doing remote work or whatever. So yeah, uh, it, what I've noticed other than their content content is awesome, uh, the quality of their uh, po- uh, podcast, yeah, the audio, it's it's like comparatively compa- compared to other podcasts, it's like on a different level. That's true. There are some podcasts I listen just because they have a very good production hmm. quality as well. Uh the content obviously content is good. Uh but there are some for example Sean West has a very good uh, you know audio quality and um our Shan man yes 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 yes, uh, yes. Be, be the experience podcast it has Special such mention. A, so he is kind of a mentor for me yeah. uh, i've learned a great deal from him so it's a shout out to, to him and he has a, this excellent podcast called be the experience the production quality is just amazing it feels more like a radio show when he, you listen he's to a it. radio yeah. professional yeah. since many many years yes. so you can really see the influence of him being a radio personality uh, on his podcast as well so that is one podcast i really love listening to mm. uh, because of the production quality and the awesome content that he uh, puts out 
weekly basis and so one thing you should keep in mind is that uh, even even if you are using uh, basic uh, equipment to record your podcast it it's always a good thing to have a have a production quality which is uh, on a higher level yeah at least at least don't have too much of noise and yeah. all that stuff have a little bit clear audio uh you know the problem with recording in phone is that you will not have a very clear audio so if you can do something at least in the post production in the uh, using some software please go ahead and do that that will let your listeners uh, you know have an easy time listening see uh, for example if you are uh, watching some videos on youtube you might listen to a uh, watch a video just because the audio quality is good but yeah. if the uh, audio quality is bad and video quality is uh, okay even then you'll feel like something is not right sure. and you might just click on to uh, go into something else that's true and many of many of them have built successful businesses uh, yes. you know around podcasting uh, for example pat flynn and john lee dumas they have this huge revenue streams coming in from podcasts yeah. so uh, let's talk about a bit about monetizing uh, monetization when it comes to podcasting there are various ways to monetize your podcast if your podcast is becoming popular um you can even get sponsorship from various companies to promote their products or put an advertisement into your products and all that uh, into your podcast so that is one of the primary ways um second thing as i said if you can promote yourself your business that is going to be uh you know more revenue coming in through the podcast you can sell your brand your products or yeah. services you can even uh, you know create a product and promote it through yes. your podcast books a lot of people are selling books through their podcasts yeah yeah so there is no limit to how you can uh, you know monetize yeah so if you take into account i believe that podcast is the next youtube yeah um, it has an advantage even over youtube because you don't have to see what is being spoken right it's an audio uh, version of a com- conversation so you don't need a screen time for this so yeah if you're thinking about uh, becoming a portraying yourself as a subject matter expert in something i suggest that you start a podcast and talk about it yes this is the right time to start because because we are still in the early stages in you know asia and other regions yes yeah.